Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Guests appear on the Smile Center hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. We are back in on the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN, and we are live. From the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios. And Service Master, if you don't know him by now, I think you're crazy. I tell you, every single day, they help you with your disasters, large and small. They take pride in what they do. And what do I mean by that? They have been awarded Service Master's Franchise of the Year Award, meaning the number one Service Master Store franchise in the U.S. of A. So water damage, mold remediation, fire and smoke damage, they will handle it for you. They're the largest franchise in a 600-mile radius. But again, they're the greatest at what they do. So no matter what happens, you have an overflowed toilet, a, uh, a, a water heater that's on the fridge, and you have water damage, you have storm damage, in general you have a fire and there's smoke damage, mold. Call Service Master by Cornerstone. Again, whether it's home, office, residential properties, they are here to help with the damage, and they respond in such a timely manner. Tyler, the president and owner of Service Master by Cornerstone, and his team are here to help you at these moments. They have a great motto. Their motto is, we don't pray for disaster, we just pray we get called when there is one. So if you have any disasters, remember the name, locally owned, locally operated, Service Master by Cornerstone. And I mentioned responding, because they respond in your times of need. That number is very simple. Call 901-RESPOND, 901-R-E-S-P-O-N-D, 901-RESPOND for Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, I've already mentioned we're live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, and it's time... Right now, Brad Carson. Now, the biggest stories. Overloading the line. A bull rush of info. It's Gabe's Blitz on the Gabe Coon Show on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. And the Blitz is brought to you by Sissy's Log Cabin. Always remember that. Now, uh, what we got, Brad? What we got today? Tyson Fury will box former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou on October 28th in Saudi Arabia. Now, on the surface level, this is pretty cool. You have a UFC crossover. Uh, Francis Ngannou is just built like a a Greek god. And now he's going to move over to boxing. And uh, obviously Tyson Fury is thinking about stepping away from boxing soon. So this will be a mega fight. No question about it. But what's really cool about this is for people that don't watch the UFC, you need to know about Francis Ngannou and the journey it took to, to get to this point. Francis Ngannou grew up in a village in Bati, Cameroon, in a village. And at six years old, his parents couldn't take care of him anymore, so he had to get sent to his aunt at six years old. And then there were so many kids living with his aunt from various different family members that he had to be the man of the house, and he had to step up, help his aunt out with bills, get some money. So at 10 years old in Cameroon, Brad, he had to work in a sand quarry. He worked in a sand quarry at 10 years old. And it, obviously, that's a tough childhood in yeah. itself. Um, but even beyond that, working in the sand quarry all those years, through his teens, he became a street fighter. He was just fighting guys on the street, right? I, 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 obviously, uh, because of uh, how he was raised and um, everything else going on, uh, tough situation wow. in Cameroon, he became a street fighter. He pursued boxing. And in Cameroon, when he pursued boxing... He fell flat on his face. He got sick and couldn't box anymore for a long time, didn't have the money to go pay for lessons. Uh, so he ended up 
trying to get out of Cameroon, go to Europe. And when he did that, he got arrested for illegally crossing the border, went to jail for months at a time. And then he was in Paris, right? And he, he lived homeless. He lived homeless on the street until he was about 22. And he was quoted as to saying he lived under a covered parking lot and set up camp in a stairwell. And then the, the quote that just jumps off the page, of, if you want to know about this guy, Francis Ngannou, again, uh, former UFC heavyweight champ, he said, the parking lot was so nice I didn't even feel homeless. <laughs> the parking lot was so nice I didn't even feel homeless. That's then in so Paris, I mean, he's just sort of walking the streets. He's homeless at the time. He just walked into a, a gym. Walked into a gym. They saw he was big. He was strong. He had street fighting experience. He had no money. They ended up uh, taking him in, training him still. Uh, Obviously, from there, what he turned into is unbelievable. Built up to being the heavyweight champ in the UFC. Uh, He he still left. I mean, this is a guy who comes from no money and made money in the UFC was a a superstar in in most ways. When you're a heavyweight champ, you're an absolute superstar. But he left the UFC because he had the wherewithal to still see Dana White famously does not pay anyone. Dana White will, will tell everybody he was going to be the highest paid heavyweight of all time, but he still felt like he was due more. So he leaves, joins another professional fight league, the, the PFL uh, yep. Pro Fight League that's being mm-hmm. – uh, it's on ESPN. They have a, uh, a TV contract with them. And now he's about to fight the unified heavyweight champ of the world in boxing and make Ooh. real money. And, and uh, the, real the numbers money. that are out there – I saw $8 million. Apparently that's false – He's guaranteed eight figures. Eight Holy figures. crap. Ten million plus yeah. when he takes on Tyson Fury in October. Good for him, and, man. and get this. His last disclosed UFC yeah. fight payout for a championship fight. What was it? That he won. Six hundred grand. And he's about to make eight figures in one fell swoop. All, mm-hmm. all I got to say is Francis Ngannou, respect, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, from a sand quarry at 10 to eight figures yep. in his 30s fighting a unified heavyweight champ of the world in boxing, making real money. I, I just you, – you hear stories like this uh, a fair amount, but when, it, when you talk about a guy who was a street fighter, who was raised in Cameroon, who didn't have, like, any money to his name, who was uh, forced into poverty Oof. his entire childhood, this is, this is such a great it, – it's heartwarming in a lot of ways. It really is. <laughs> Let's go to Buster only, and you know the Shohei sweepstakes. It seems like has already begun, game. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what to what to fully feel about this. Now we do have some sound to play. This was Buster only on ESPN on Get Up talking about the Shohei Otani sweepstakes at if the trade Otani deadline. If Otani is traded yes. before the deadline, what teams would be most likely to go after him? Well, you start with the Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees, <laughs> the Rangers, the Rays. Maybe a small handful of teams, but there's no doubt. In talking with sources yesterday, they see the Yankees potentially being the most motivated because Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, they're middle-aged players right in the, the prime of their careers. This is the Yankees' window to win now. You bring in Otani, suddenly the Yankees' rotation with him involved looks so strong. Otani hitting in Yankee Stadium, which favors left-handed sluggers. That's uh, something I'm sure the Yankees would be willing to pay for if Otani is made available by the Angels. Uh, Are not, you kidding why, me? why do we have to do the Yankees? Are you kidding me? Why Gabe? does it have to be the Yankees? Garrett Cole, Domingo Herman, uh, Nestor Cortez, Luis Severino, and then you add a guy like that to a starting rotation. We know the hitting's unbelievable. The short porch and right in Yankee Stadium. It really would. I heard he lives in Seattle really in the offseason. Like Seattle, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather him and, go and, there. In Seattle at the All-Star game, they said come to Seattle, but I don't know if they're going to be willing to pay the price. Whoever trades for him, if, if there is a trade, and the Angels decide to move on, um, and apparently they are considering trading him. Um, you morons. Wherever, wherever he goes – there's got to be an understanding ahead of time that he would be willing to sign with that team in the offseason. Because right. he's going to get $500 million plus dollars in the offseason for what he's able to do. And if you just traded <laughs> if you traded a, a, a King's ransom away at the trade deadline um, and just sort of got him for half a season, I don't know if that would be the, Is the payoff worth, worth it? it yeah, right? the payoff, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know, would be worth it. But the Angels, I, I still wonder their thought process here. They've been a top five payroll team yeah. this year, and they're seven games back in the AL West. And right before the uh, 
All-Star break. You had Rendon go down. You had Trout go down. Shohei had the blister, so he couldn't pitch. It looks like he'll be back on the mound relatively soon, though, as they get back from the break. Um, but there's going to be no Mike Trout for the foreseeable future yeah. because, of, uh, because of a fracture in his wrist and his hand. Um, so I don't know what they're thinking at this moment. They've paid a lot of money, and I wonder if they want to see this thing through. And, I mean, seven games is not – with, with with what eighty two to play? Yeah, seven games is not that ridiculous to or eighty one to play. It's not that ridiculous to think that they can make up that ground. I realistically think he'll end up in New York because if you were, they'll pay the money, they'll that, pay the exactly premium. Right. That's you, the truth. They got the TV contracts. They've got the cash on hand. It's not going to be a team like St. Louis or Seattle. It's going to be the Yankees or and even the not, Mets. And, and here's the thing: he's on the second rate team in LA. You can talk about it being a big market, but no one pays attention no. to the Angels. People pay attention to the Yankees. Right. If he ends up with the Yankees, that's good for the league. That's good for Shohei Otani. Now, I'll say this on the Angels, mm. though. I don't think they should even give any thought to keeping him around for the back half of the year. The only reason I say that, Brad, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. And by I around, what I do you mean? You mean I, not trading him? I think they should trade him and try to get some pieces out of him because he's not happy with the Angels right, right now. Yeah, they could probably cough up the money in the offseason, but they're not winning with him. He wants to win. He's made that very, very clear. And I think not getting anything in return – out of Shohei Otani, out of a trade and letting yeah. him walk for nothing, I just think that would be a stupid decision long term for that franchise. Now they yeah. are uh, they're famous for making not so good decisions. The Angels are, um, so we'll see what happens. But I, I feel like they need to they need to let him out of there to wherever he's going to walk this offseason and try to get something in return for Shohei Otani before it's too late. If I'm a team that's close and there's a bunch of teams that need pitching, particularly in the bullpen. A lot of them don't need the starting pitching. They could even put Shohei in the bullpen. And if, if you're going into the playoffs, if you're Houston or if you're Baltimore, like you're not putting him in the bullpen, though. You don't bring you him need in him to, to hit. put him in the you, bullpen. He's gonna hit. He's yeah, gonna hit. But you're not putting him in the bullpen. You you need him. You need him as a pitcher. He's, I mean, least, he's know. third in strikeouts. Nah, he's, you want to start? He's yeah. great. I mean, how many? But how many starts do you get with Shohei? I mean, he can't start as much as normal guys, but he still starts a fair amount. Yeah. Like he can, he can go every. Sixth, seventh day, like I—that's fine. You're not going to put him in the bullpen. Ultimately, I mean, you could use him as a bullpen arm if it gets real nasty in a playoff mm-hmm. series. But um, that's what teams are trading for. But you're, what, you're trading for the starting pitching and the guy who's yep. leading the league in home runs. Right. That's what you're trading for. And I think the Yankees have the money to do it. No, I'm not um, talking about for next year. I'm talking about for the stretch run. Too. No, I like, get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. But like, I, I you need another arm. Yeah, I just think it'd be strange to give up all that you're going to have yeah. to give up for Shohei for. 81 games I or get less. It. Yeah. That, that's just that, that would be tough for me. But yeah. the Angels I think need to make a move because this is not it would not be smart to just let him walk in the offseason for absolutely positively nothing. Do you think the Cardinals should be in the uh, market? Should they uh, should not they Not for Shohei. Not for Shohei. Okay. In in A market because they said they're not in A market. So from what I understand they're going to be sellers, which is completely outside of the realm of anything I've dealt with in my entire lifetime. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I'm a spoiled Cardinals fan. No, so I'm with you, man. It feels like Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt are not on the table, right. but it feels like everything else is. Like Jordan all, Hicks. Yeah, Jordan Hicks. Uh, uh, who knows about Lars Newtbar? Yeah. Who knows about Dylan Carlson? There's I, value there. We'll, we'll see what happens. They're sellers, though. You, you, yeah. you, they're... they're uh. It I mean, pains me. Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's very it's, painful. And I, I've been talking about this with Connor. It's depressing too. The first inning of the the All Star game. Did you did you get a little depressed as a Cardinals fan? Zach Gallen starting, Adolis Garcia crazy a catch. Rosarina is one that gets me. Crazy catch. Yeah. but all those all three, all oh, three it's, of those it's guys painful. were in the Cardinals organization. It did pain. It did pain me, and they were just wrong with their talent evaluation on some of these guys. And, and I realize that you can't project always like a guy like a Rosarina is going to hit bombs and go to Tampa and just tear it up. But they clearly didn't now, see that. I'll say this: they missed. This, this is getting into the weeds a little bit. Their talent evaluation has not been the same since Jeff Lunau. No, Luna was the key because Flores sucks. Flores doesn't know anything. And now, since they've moved to Mo and sort of the new front office and everything, it's just been it's been good. And 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 I'll say this for Mo, I think John Mozeliak is a nice enough guy, right? But I think the time is 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 has ran out. Like we can't we can't keep you can't keep harping on 2011 and saying get hot when when the roster's not built to get hot in the playoffs. I am with you on this. I will say. 
I think Mo is an extension, much more so than like the Grizzlies franchise, where they've hired two regimes now. I think Mo is an extension of the ownership for the Cardinals. I think that's where that relationship. You no, know, I is. get that. I understand. And they're not spending as much they're, money. They're tight wads yes. when it comes to trade. They it. trade around the edges. They get a guy and they pray that Aaron well, Donald. What happens is they get to the trade deadline. They'll be leading the NL Central because the NL Central stinks. Now, obviously, obviously not this year, right. but in past years. Yeah, that's right. And they'll trade for two non-power pitching arms, Jose Quintana and Jordan Montgomery. And I like Jordan Montgomery, but you you just trade for guys within the margins to make your pitching staff better, and it doesn't really tweak it enough to make you think that you can win a championship. But again, I I, I think the luster of 2011 and John Mosaic, I think that is completely gone at this point, and I wonder how long it takes um, for the Cardinals to make a move at their GM position. I I think there's a lot of people in St. Louis calling for it. Let's go to the New York Post. Andrew Marchand, who writes for them and does a great job on media, reporting on Richard Sherman as a candidate to replace Shannon Sharp. FS1's undisputed alongside Skip Bayless. Is that true? What do we think, Gabe? Um, I, 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 I think that uh, that would be a disaster in a lot of ways. I, and, and the only reason I, I say that is I want to I wanna play the last run-in. We had of uh, Skip Bayless and Richard Sherman. This was a while ago. This was when uh, Richard Sherman was in his early 20s, all pro, cornerback, really good with the Seahawks. But this was their last running. That's what I leave it up to. I mean, you can say whatever you want. Skip can say whatever he wants. But, Skip, whenever you refer to me, whenever you speak to me, whenever you address me, address, address me as all pro Stanford graduate because those are some accomplishments you'll never, you can aspire to, you will never accomplish. You have never accomplished anything. So, but... Um, those things are on my resume. Those are those are what I've done. It's my second year in the NFL, going on my third. I mean, you tell me who's wrong. Okay, I, I'll accept that. I, I think I've accomplished more in my field than you have in yours, though you're just getting started. So, so I'm I'm the top of my field. So I'm all pro. I'm the best, one okay. of the best 22 players in the NFL. You're, you're going to brush it off, but I don't think you're the best 22 anything <laughs> in sports and in, in media and well, anything. I think you debatable. think more of yourself than. You actually can, you know, prove. But okay. Do you think you're like better than Darrell like Revis is right now? In my in my 24 years of life, I'm better at life than you. Oh my that's, gosh! That's Let me classic. ask you this though. Let me ask that you this is, because I think classic. there's a, there's an interesting debate to be had off the top before I get into how I think this yeah, would work out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Who has accomplished more in their field? I still think, I, weirdly enough, as much as I don't like Skip Bayless, I think it's still Skip Bayless. And, and Richard Sherman, Super Bowl winner, uh, All Pro multiple times, Pro Bowl, like he's unbelievable. But uh, but Skip Bayless has what? been the top. Well, that started at the beginning his, of this. He's been at the top of sports okay. media for a long time. Okay, so we're gonna call the category sports media. Is that what we're gonna call it? Because it, it, it and it's, I think sports debate. He's sort of the godfather of sports debate shows in a lot of ways. Let's be honest. I don't like him. I'm not saying I like him or I like the style of the sports debate shows he's been a part of, but he's been at various different outlets doing the same thing, and he makes unbelievable money at the top of the market. The guy that did it with him is bigger than he is, and that would be Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., yeah. Well, he's bigger that's, that's, than Skip. That That's fair, but where did where did Stephen A. start? With uh, with the the debate program. What about uh, he started with Skip Bayless? He did. What about Kornheiser? Uh, I mean, I mean so, so I think you have to create a list to go here, through this. Here's the thing: is I think Skip Bayless. I just hate him so much. So it's I, hard no, for no, me to put I him agree. up there. No, I agree. I'm trying I'm to so put with you. I'm actually. I, I think you're like right. I actually think you're praise. right. I'm trying to like trying to watch him out, walk him out of this thing. I don't like I'm giving you. him praise, but I, uh, like, I mean, uh, what does he make? Eight million dollars a year yeah, at Fox? Uh, like, and they're and they're trying to make sure that show stays alive by any means necessary. He is off the air right now, Gabe. It's a parade inside my city. Yeah. Putts. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's he's the worst. Don't get it twisted. And there was one time when Skip Bayless was a serious journalist. Yeah, he was a reporter in Dallas. News. Like yeah, he like, did this it, for no, real. No, I get it. But you know, uh, it's, it is it he, is tragic. He, let's what's be happened. honest, though. He is very very accomplished in the in the sports media sports debate field, and we he cannot is. deny that. It is. It says something about us, though, that he is that. And when I mean us, I mean people. I mean like people who listen to sports talk radio and stuff because. For whatever you think of Clay Travis, who used to be on this, these airwaves, like once he saw the dollar signs that come with a a angle, yes, it 
totally. That's what Skip did. You blow up the reporter thing and you roll that out because that's where the that's where these guys make all that money. Yeah, that's what Skip did. I'll say exactly this though about Skip though, um, he he does get his way. You've seen yeah, some of the, the the reports coming out after Shannon Sharp left, where yeah. you have to get there at four thirty because he wants you there at four thirty, and you. You have to disagree with him on certain topics, and he's he's very high maintenance. He gets what he wants, and he's high paid. Is he a better programmer than he is a talent? I don't know because all the strange. things you say just That's, sound like a program director. To no, me. I yeah, I feel like I feel like he knows what to bring up to get people talking. But I do I do in the back of my head think we're aging out, and I, I some of the like ESPN and some of their layoffs doesn't tell you this, right? Uh, I know where you're they going. don't they don't mean they don't think this maybe. But I do think we're moving farther away from really respecting the the debate shows that just debate legacy in the NBA and legacy mm-hmm. in the NFL. I think we're moving a, in a different direction. I wonder how much longer Skip will keep doing it. Well, when Big Perk got his gig at ESPN, it ch- it changed for Perk because we used to have him on the air too. Yeah. Another guy who shifted. Like once you see the likes and the stuff, the takes get heavier. Yeah. You know? I wonder. I wonder how much pressure there is behind the scenes to make certain guys become that caricature, right, that right. character. Now, um But a guy like Scott Van Pelt can pull it off. He's yeah. got the bald head. He, he he's a real person. He yeah. has I feel like when I listen to him at night that, that those are real thoughts, you know, and it's more thoughtful. Yeah. Like you, Gabe. I, I, I more hear thoughtful. You. We're not no BS. I hear you. Like I, I just I feel like we're moving away in sports media a little bit. From, from the Bayless's? debate, 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 garbage conversation. But obviously, ESPN doesn't think that based on their layoffs. Now, um, not most talk sports talk radio doesn't. Like, if you go around the country and you start listening to these radio stations, most of them are all heavy debate. They're like banging on each other. Yeah, well, fire him! Don't fire! You know, it's always yeah. it's that all friggin'. Like, if you go to Philadelphia, especially you know, a market oh, like that, I get that. bananas. Yeah, and Chicago that. can do this too. Less, less in Le- Chicago. A little more esoteric market, but you yeah. follow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, have have the brother at six. Yeah, you, you have scores. insiders. So I think there's a little less. Um. Now, okay. how do we think Richard Sherman and uh, Skip Bayless would work out? Just like that, I think. I think uh, Richard Sherman, in his uh, little more advanced age, being out of the NFL, I feel like he'd be a little more political. When it comes to dealing with Skip day to day, I don't find either of them super likable, and I think that right. you need some of that. I, I actually think there's a little bit of likability in Shannon. That's my thought. No, I agree. Um, so I would be worried that there's not enough enough niceness anywhere in there or, or fun stuff, right? But then we could have the conversation about hate listening and hate watching, which there's does some of that happen, that goes. Yeah, right? I mean we've 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 seen it with all sorts of people. Yeah, yeah. but I I. I Based on uh, Richard Sherman and Skip Bayless's history, you heard the it sound. It go well, I think. Right? I, 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 you could see where the debates would get heated, and uh, maybe they would make the, the clips that we always see on Twitter pretty spicy, and yeah. people would follow it that way. But I, I don't like that match at all. I wouldn't watch. I what wouldn't about, watch. Is it, did his Keyshawn come up for that at all? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, the, the big discussion was around LaShawn McCoy, and I hated uh, that McCoy one. got because mentioned. Because LaShawn McCoy would get run over. I don't think yeah, Richard Sherman would get run over by Skip at the very least. Oh, I don't but, think but so I either. But La- I think LaShawn McCoy would yeah. get yeah. just stampeded. <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen yeah, him throw the on, white towel. On, yeah. I've, I've seen him on FS1, and I don't know if I uh, – yeah. If I if I think he has uh, what it takes to put up with Skip every day, and I, I did bring this up, mm. I, I've brought this up several times. I think the first question in any interview when you're going to deal with Skip Bayless for an extended period of time should be, "How much do you hate yourself?" I really do think that <laughs> that should be the first interview question. You you perform interviews, yeah. that would be the first question. I want to know how much he looks at his bank account statements and thinks about his 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 the money that he's putting in the bank when he's making these takes come out. You know, that's going through his head. I would think so. It's going I mean, cha-ching, yeah. like, mon- like you, there's dollar signs. I would hope because I don't, I don't think he believes everything I don't he think says. so either. I don't so. think a lot of these guys do. Yeah. So the money better, better means something. You would think. It better means yeah. something. I was excited to see this and uh, interested in your thoughts, Gabe, and what it means maybe for Memphis versus Tennessee. Memphis women's basketball has agreed to a home-and-home series, yes, with the Lady Vols, the Tennessee Volunteer Series set to begin in 23-24 this season. Uh, Last meeting, December 29, 2001, and before that they had met like 26 times in a 30-year span. Yeah. So I'm glad we're renewing it. And I'll say this, Alex Simmons knows what she's doing, and she's using those old Vol connections. She used to play for the Vols. She's trying to make something happen, Mm -hmm. and you're trying to boost that that out-of-conference schedule. 
Um, so Alex Simmons, uh, just looking at this and, and the fact that they got this done so quickly, maybe a good person for that job. And I've talked to her on these airwaves, really like Alex Simmons. Yeah. Um, Can it, it does, it ripples? Does, any ripples into it, the other department? This is what I was going to say. It does depress me that this doesn't happen yeah. with Memphis and Rick Barnes. Is, the bald fist at all. And just, never a thought on why, football. And never what? a thought. Well, yeah. I, I've, Which, I've, 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 I've given up yeah, on that. I know. I've given up. I, don't, ba- I wish we did But in men's didn't. basketball, I don't, know, I don't know why we have to be so petty about it. This should be done. <laughs> this should be done. I, 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 women's basketball, cool. That's a win. I, I'm, I'm glad that they have that on their schedule and they have a home and home. But mm-hmm. Memphis and Tennessee should be on the schedule every year in men's basketball. And it's just a shame that it's not. And it's a shame we can't let bygones be bygones and move on with our lives and give the people what they want. Tennessee fans want it. Memphis fans want it. Play the damn game. Will they play this game at FedEx Forum instead of El Marone? Uh, I don't know. Is it big I, enough they, to they pull that? Said, I mean, they well, were pulling some good attendance well, games last well, year. Well, they it were depends selling what the attendance would be, right? I mean, you it depends how good they are. I don't think it would. I don't think it would necessitate a FedEx forum. A FedEx forum. They were trip. selling out last year, right? Yeah, I at mean, the end of the year, well, NIT. They got well, it going. They, they can the start NIT. cooking a little bit there, and yeah. it's exciting to see that on campus. Yeah, um, and that team, I think, will be fine. They have Maddie Griggs coming mm-hmm. back, and and they'll be some they'll pieces. be solid there. They still have some pieces, and Alex Simmons is recruiting really well. But I still think it'd be at Elmer Rome, right? I mean, I what, what's. Peak, peak. Remember, you're right in the heart of of my neighbors of all fan women and men. I mean, peak. They sell out their own this. arena with twenty thousand for women. Peak Peak Elmaron sold out. What is that? What's the capacity? Is that thirty five? Thirty five hundred? Four thousand? Maybe we're, we're thirty five hundo. I mean, I mean, you get it for them. Do you get eight to ten? I think you test it and you see what the tickets are looking like, the ticket allotment, and and how many let, people. Let me just but do I this. Know, the, I don't know. I'll if just can, make this for can, the athletic can you, department. Can you? Can you? Uh, can you reasonably move it to FedEx Forum even if you got you to may like not ten thousand? You may not because be. you want to fill out the whole thing if you're moving it to the forum. Possibly. My my only thought was, you know, he, he, as you know, I'm trying to help out the Memphis Athletic Department with, yeah. with brainstorms yes, on this radio yes. station. You're think an alum. Tanks. Yeah, it's a think tank. This is why they listen, right? So my think tank piece was, you know, maybe put a poll out to your boosters and, you know, your the people, and uh, maybe you move that joker if you can get 10, 12, 13 in there. I do think you'll get a lot of Tennessee fans watching this game. That's why Tennessee's doing it, too. Like, Tennessee's not just doing this as a favor to her. Like, there are going to be a boatload of alums that are way into that women's program at Tennessee as well. No, I get that. I understand that. But I, when we talk about attendance, I don't know what that would ultimately equal for a women's basketball game. Yeah, and I, I realize it's tough because it's, it's ladies. You could have yeah. it at the Lander Center. Or, or and we you don't may, do we don't do that down there. We're not going to Mississippi. I, yeah, they'd have to go Sorry. lease it out. And yeah, they're not, that's a, that's that. a business problem. I, yeah, Beg I, your pardon. I, I, we'll see what. Can happens we count it towards it? our I, men's attendance number? I still I still think the home game would be in Elmer. Could you do an opener for a men's game? No, no, you, no okay. I see. Uh, then see now I've gotten a little too tank, crazy yeah, with the th- think tank. Now it's a little too much here, Brad Carson. No workshops. I gotta say, but I I do like this is on the schedule. I want to see it on the men's schedule sooner rather than later. Everyone wants it. I agree. Give the people what they want. Give the consumer what they want. But that will do it for the Blitz. Now, because we had so many guests in the second hour, Gene Robinson took up the time there uh, talking about his camp uh, at the end of the uh, second hour, considering uh, we usually have small talk there. So we're going to get into small talk oh, hey. next. Let's do that next right here on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We took a trip, now we on your block And it's like a ghost town Baby Where did these be at when they said they Oh, it's a Friday, so make sure As you approach the liquor store If you're gonna get a bottle If you're gonna try to wind down for the weekend I know a bottle you need to go get That would be Old Dominic Tennessee Whiskey Old Dominic's Tennessee Whiskey is distilled, barreled, aged, and bottled in Memphis. First time that's been the case since Prohibition. And I, I, I don't even call it Tennessee whiskey. I call it Memphis whiskey. It's unto its own. Maple sugar, charcoal distilling. And it's going to be great to drink neat. You can put it on ice, mix it with a little water, put it in your favorite cocktail. They have the bottled in bond, which is a step-up version. That's the blue bottle. Black bottle is the regular version. And also, I, I, I hope everybody got over there yesterday around noon. First release of Old Dominic Single Barrel Tennessee Whiskey, age five years. I know I got my hands on a bottle. I, I am, uh, I'm looking forward to enjoying that. But make sure that you go check out that and all their great products. Go to olddominic.com to see all their products. Euling Station, they have gin, they have vodka, um, and all that stuff is available. Memphis, Arkansas, Mississippi, parts of Missouri. Um, you can ask for it by name at your favorite locally owned liquor store. You can go to your favorite bar, your favorite restaurant, and ask for it by name. They will have it. But also head down to the distillery. It's state-of-the-art. It's beautiful. You can stop in for a drink while exploring Memphis. You can join them for a tour and tasting where you can book that at olddominic.com. Um, and also, if you want to uh, book a special event, wedding, wedding reception, check out the website as well. But Old Dominic also is the official spirit of the Memphis Grizzlies. Look for that Tennessee whiskey and all their great products at those two bar locations inside FedEx Forum. You will enjoy it. Make sure you check it check it out in the club level, um, whether you're watching a artist, going for a comedian, taking it a game, go check out. Those old Dominic bars in FedEx Forum. Old Dominic Distillery, come say hi. All right, Brad, let's get to small talk. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. All right, we're going to go around the world a little bit. We have two stories on quarterbacks, former quarterbacks, retired quarterbacks in the NFL, and then uh, maybe a little Larsa Pippen discussion. Um, but first, Philip Rivers and his wife. Announce their tenth child. She's pregnant with a tenth child. Their children. I looked this up. They age right now the nine from four to twenty-one. So that's pretty substantial age difference. Okay. Um, but they have their tenth kid on the way. And and my favorite quote is Philip Rivers' wife says she is hyped up as she ever has been. She's so hyped up about their tenth kid. I the only question I have is ten kids in. Can you really be that hyped up? Can you really be that hyped up? We've been through the whole song and dance, gender reveals, if you do that. Like, we've been through all this before. Can you really be that happy now that it's number 10? So I would answer yes for some. And when I mean some, I mean like the selective, you know, like we're talking about Navy SEAL some. Like very few. <laughs> the rivers are built different. They, they are built different. They are built different. Now, like... Some of these quarterbacks are are built different. I'm watching this quarterback Netflix oh, special. Oh yeah. These guys are not sort of normal. Like um, yeah, Kirk Cousins. I was going to say you're referring to Kirk Cousins mostly. Kirk Cousins strikes me as a guy who could have ten kids. I mean, yeah. I, his wife dresses him still at yeah. this. You know, um, but I don't think many people can do this. Yeah, I uh, could you do this? Uh, ten kids? Hell no! How many do you think? And how you could rare handle? is that in today's day and age? Right? I mean, uh, people are having less and less kids. Philip Rivers is trying to make up for lost ground with some of the uh, millennial millennial generation mm -hmm. having less yes. kids. Ten kids. He's had seven girls and uh, and two, two boys. boys. So do we know that? I guess we got. I, I don't. I don't know if they. He's probably trying to yet. balance out the power a little bit by having a boy here. You know, Gunner yeah. is starting quarterback now at the high school. So yes. He's, you know, they got the range going. 
Yeah, I, it can see it being fun. He's got a lot of money. A lot of money helps, Gabe. A lot no, of money. A lot of money helps, but I mean, with this many kids, he's going to have to pick up a retirement job at some point. My gosh, he <laughs> might have to get back in the NFL. <laughs> Good God, how much money is he spending job. on ten children? It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I'm you're not paying for lie. college. You're paying if they go to a private high school. You're paying for all their sports. And granted, he has they a do lot go of to money. High school, and he yeah. has, and he, I mean, he has. You know, it's got nine, a lot of money. Nine figures worth of money in the bank. A lot account. of money. Net worth probably very high. Um, yeah. But still, you're spending a lot of money on these kids, and you're just adding. You're adding more, and it, it, the mm. the age range will now be from zero to twenty two by the time I, this one. A, pops I'll take it out. a step far, further, and and this is a little inside baseball. My wife may not agree with this, so I may be talking out of school. If you're listening, Stacy, I'm sorry. I'm just going to speak for us. Um, I think if I had more time and resources, and maybe money, we would have had more than one. I think that's fair. Okay. Because I think you first of all. Now let me ask you this. You have to have time. Having had one, yep. by the time you got to ten, do you think you'd be as excited? Like his like like Philip Rivers' wife is saying she is. I have friends that have five and six, and they they're why like some of them are in the ministry. Uh, a lot of them are in the ministry. That so there's something that with ministry that right. does this. Um how whatever your faith choice is. <laughs> okay. Um you know, because God is with you or something is with you is, is maybe why that is, mm-hmm. you know. But unless you got money, most of the people that I know have had money or they're old. Like my grandfather was one of nine. Well, yeah. He's old. My mom's one of nine. I okay. Mean, baby so, but boomer that's one, generation. That, that's different. They're not that much older than me, your folks. So, like, yeah. you know, like that's pretty cool. They got close. 20 years on you. They got 20 years yeah, on you. Yeah, they might. Yeah. But, um, but they but, do have a 14-year-old, speaking of which. See, that's kind of insane to me that you have a 14-year-old, like, uh, you know, in the family. Sister, yeah. Sister. I mean, it's, uh, that's kind of crazy. I remember you telling me that, and I was like, really? Yeah. See? I mean, the spread is also part of the dynamic, right? Because you got yes. J- Joey over here doesn't know. Like, how close is, yeah. with they, Philip Rivers, how close, close is, no. is oldest kid to zero-year-old kid? They are not close Nobody, at all. Nobody, not, not born kid. Not, not, not very, very close. close. No. like yeah, uh, I had a brother that was out of the house no, by, like, the time I, by the time I sort of got old enough to realize who I was and what was going exactly. on around me. Like Gunner, for example, Phillip's oldest son, he's not going to know Sally or, uh, <laughs> or, or, yeah. or or Chris or whatever the hell they name him. Yeah, like how <laughs> close are your 10 kids if you have 10 kids? Not I think close. That, yeah. I think they, they, they have clicks at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they create like they clicks hazing. on the side. Oh no. <laughs> no, not the hazing. Sorry, I was thinking not of your other hazing. show. Wrong show. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I find this impressive. Yeah, I'm I mean, impressed. Family Phillip matters. Rivers. Family matters. Yes, Philip Rivers uh, moving into so retirement that's one part and having of it. another kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, more now, conservative. Second prong of retired quarterbacks. Yep, I've talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. Yeah, but uh, Tom Brady and Kim K. They were reportedly very close at Michael Rubin's all white party. Um, there are uh, pictures that have surfaced oh, of them being close, arms, them arms around each other. Kim they seem K. to be very close. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, again, I've told Tom, be careful with that. It never seems to end well with Kim K. <laughs> See, I always thought he might get back with his ex because they're the father of his children. Yeah. I had that in the back of my brain that that could happen. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It feels like that ship has sailed. We have a jujitsu instructor and now Kim K. And- they kind of match. Yeah. And they're the same age ish. Ish. And they're and they're both just like larger than life. Like they're just the celebrity they have, they carry around as She actually is held up better than he has. And I know he's a good looking dude and well, everything. Well, Tom Brady this is this is, you know, I think most people will agree with me. He aged better. I mean, he he Well, he got uh, plastic, the best plastic surgeons yeah. in the world he can aged do that to well. you. Yeah. And well, that same with Kim K. I mean, what are we yeah, talking about? Yeah, but uh, they did a more of a of a, of a um I want to be careful here. We're talking about men and women. You know what? Never mind. Okay. You're staying away from it? Yeah, let's not go there. But uh, I don't want to compare plastic surgeons yeah, with Yeah, we got to be Tom careful Brady. with this relationship. I don't need Tom Brady going off the deep end. That's usually how, I mean. I think that's there, there are some issues that happen when you when you get with Kim K. You brought up, because they both have their businesses, right? Kimmy K is a billionaire. She's she's now a, a quasi-attorney. If uh, if if that's what you call the schooling she's yeah. done, well, no, I think she she graduated. And she's 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 an attorney. It's kind of like guess. I'm a lay minister. I got it through the Church of Modesto, California. Yeah, I on do kind of wonder. I do kind of wonder, like how much money she put down. How easy was it the 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 road to becoming an attorney? 
She had the money to go. Well, I think there's schools that you can expedite that a little bit. Yeah, and I, I would imagine she had the access to. Sex yeah, school. so that's her business. You got the love life, and then you have Tom Brady, who's soon to be an announcer for Fox. Yep. And, and we talked a lot about this, Gabe. I I have sort of talked myself into believing that it's not going to go well. I, he's never been Mr. Warmth and Personality. I said that from the beginning. I, I, I find it strange, but it's going to go well in the fact that he has a lot of money on yeah, the table. Yeah, but he's going to get paid. Yeah, so like that, I don't <laughs> think I don't think we're much worried about yeah, that. Okay. What is it? The thirty-six a year? Yeah, something like that per mil per. Yeah, yeah. 10, I mean, you could probably 10, figure it out. You would think you'd get a good tele well, coach. Well, maybe. Well, uh, he's going to be able to recover the uh, the money he lost on FTX relatively quickly once he starts. <laughs> I his, forgot uh, about the FTX. And that I was wonder how Kim K feels about the, uh, the crypto the, that that. <laughs> You know, if they're going to start a relationship, he's got to be better. He's got to be better with his finances and better with his uh, <laughs> with his investments. His investment strategies are going to have to get better if he's going to be with Kim K. Yeah, hey Tom, listen, <laughs> I think you're beautiful. You're the best quarterback in the world. Um, this crypto thing yes, has got no me. Yes, no FTX. <laughs> hey, did you see the number though that him oh, and it's, lost? No, it's stupid. Forty-eight million. No, it's stupid. Forty-eight and million. And what's more egregious about it, Gabe, is how. A lot of these celebrities who were promoting FTX like bombed this thing. Like they well, yeah. were they were adamant about it. They're like, yes, the future. And I was always skeptical. That's neither here nor there. Uh, Tom's got plenty of money. Yeah, I've never understood the crypto. Same. Everything like, else. Uh, yeah, same here. Yeah, crypto and what 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 are the we have NFTs and. Yeah, I've, all I've, of the virtual currency strangely. stuff, whether Ethereum, it's cards, you know, I don't or, know. Like, here's a shoe, to navigate but that. you can own it in this picture. Yes, it's yes. exclusive. Yes. Like, but you have to have the exact IP address. <laughs> right. Because, but, okay. but you can copy it, but you own the original, which I never understood. No, so, it's it's sort of no. But you can also you can also pirate car keys. They're just not the official one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So we got to be careful, though. A long, a long story short, let's be careful about this. Kim K. And Tom Brady relationship. Um, what other love stories do you have today for small thing, talk? Final thing here. Mm. Larsa Pippen. Hey, I, hey. This is great. This is great timing because, Brad, this is one of our favorite things to discuss right. is Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan. Larsa Pippen says she was traumatized after Michael Jordan didn't approve of her relationship yeah. with Marcus Jordan. She, here's the quote. I didn't think it was funny. There was nothing funny about it. I was kind of embarrassed. I was like traumatized. I was like traumatized. <laughs> I was like traumatized, end quote. Um, I, I think mm. Michael Jordan's kind of traumatized, too. What, do you th- what about Scottie Pippen? What about, your, what about your ex? You don't think he's traumatized by all this? Him and Michael do not have a great relationship right now. And you are dating. The mother of his children mm-hmm. is dating Michael's yeah. kid. So it's a strange story, right? Because right. you have the GOAT, his son, who played basketball at uh, Illinois and then transferred to Central Florida, I yes, believe. That's correct. Didn't work out there. Yeah, well, he's, he wasn't a good basketball He was not player. great at basketball. Yeah. But apparently he's good at this. You, you like Larsa. She's all right. I mean, I, I think she's an attractive female. Yes. I think Pippen, he... And he, she's in her 50s, right? I believe so. 49. Maybe, 49, yeah. yeah. So she's... And how old is Marcus? I don't know. In Marcus his 30s, is, he's got to be in his 30s, close. Let's see how Marcus... And there's, there's a substantial age difference. Yeah, and you know, I'm okay with that. But here's the thing, Michael it's more Jordan... The, it's, the, it's more the relationship with the Jordan and the Pippen thing that we're more the, wigged out about, right? Yeah, the TMZ... 32, he's 32. TMZ had to run around and they... they got in front of Michael Jordan and there were other paparazzi and they asked about if he, this is where this comes from. They, they, while he was passing by, they mm. asked him if he approved of the relationship and he said no, but could he say anything but no? I don't know if he could really fully approve of that relationship considering him and Scotty's, you know, I actually Scottie's, think you could uh, previous. I don't think that's the way I'd handle it. If I were Jordan, I would probably Jordan is so no comment. Plead the fifth. I don't know. He's such a righteous dude. Like he he figures out how to to make things. We all Michael co- Jordan, righteous dude. Not okay. right in terms of awesome righteous. I mean, okay. He he, he tells his story. <laughs> yes, he but, does. Do but that. He, but but what I'm and I'm comparing him to LeBron here again. He does it in a way that doesn't make him look like a cornball. He doesn't talk. He doesn't speak publicly. He That's can, what he does. He, this he is just, honestly Jor, uh, Jordan. This is one thing that LeBron could do. I think that, that would help his him not come off as such a dweeb when he does the ESPYs, and that is like say less. Yeah, well, LeBron's public personality—he's willing to say things. 
I think Michael Jordan just doesn't want to ruffle feathers um, because he's so corporate true. and he just doesn't. He usually doesn't talk, doesn't speak on. And things. it's worked to his benefit. Yeah, I, I, it's made him my, more well, money. And, and yes, it's got him out of it. problems. I understand um, that. It's helped him when uh, now he's a billionaire. I, like I get it. I understand. All now that. Jordan has started tiptoeing into social spaces, and he didn't used to do that when he was because there was a little. There's a little after Last Dance and everything. I feel like there's yes. a little. Well, and he push. he he he. he to his credit, he he started a, a NASCAR uh, team, first African, you know, like a high profile, you know, Bubba driving yep. for him, Bubba Wallace, like that. I thought was progressive, and he started saying things I think that are more progressive than he used to. He's never talked about social issues, but he's he still was, very quiet. He still yeah, does he not is. speak publicly still. all the time. Uh, so if you're asked about Lar- Larza Pippen, I would probably just go, "Yeah, man, the kids just having fun." You know, I might say, or something. "I would just no comment it, especially if I'm." Walking by paparazzi and they ask me in passing. I, I don't might need to say speak kids just having fun because they're not married. Like that's when you got to worry. You yeah, know, that would be a str- but that would be a strange message though. Just having no, fun. Just having fun with with Scottie Pippen's ex wife with my with my best teammates ex wife. Yeah, but they're divorced. I mean, I like, guess. and it's your kid. Like, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I, it's all strange. Like the moment this and Lars has uh, been around too. I mean, she. You think? Yeah. Malik Beasley and like she's she's that's the other challenge here. Yeah, like so like uh, I don't know I don't know like if you were a dad if you were in Michael Jordan's shoes you I don't know how out? you'd feel about Larsa. W- I, you- I don't I don't think I'd think that highly of Larsa if I was in Michael Jordan's shoes. So she's she's gotten around the the, the uh, office a little. Yes, bit. yes, yeah. and okay. she's I mean and it's just she's mm. she's a strange cat. She's a strange cat. We'll okay. just sort of leave it at that. That's well, I think we're good there. Yeah, let's go ahead and transition Thanks. and uh, we'll let's get, transition. Gabe. We'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and get to the rewind next, wrap up this show. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Post.com today. Now it's the Rewind. Now we play a battle rewind. Brought to you by Memphis Barbecue Company. Rewind on 92.9. Big news of the day. Javon Quinterly is a Memphis Tiger. Been waiting on it. Finally happens. Looks like he was trying to see what else was out there for him for a second. But he is a Memphis Tiger officially. A true point guard and a good guard. Wins in college basketball. A good backcourt wins. Now you have JQ, Caleb Mills alongside each other. It gives you a lot of hope about what this team can accomplish alongside Jordan Brown, David Jones, what they have on the bench. If DeAndre Williams can come back, my gosh, sky is the limit. Now on the show front, big 5 o'clock hour today, Jeff joined as normal. Then we got some SEC Media Days previewed by Ty Richardson of ESPN Arkansas. And I had the head football coach at Germantown, Gene Robinson, on to talk about the 10th annual Make the Right Call Camp. They're doing great work. Calvin Austin III's in town. Darren Bates, Aubrey Miller, they're all in town to help the 6th to 8th graders that will be in attendance at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. If you want to play back the whole show, 
Listen to any of those interviews, download the Odyssey app and search 92.9 ESPN. What's the biggest game tonight? Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Gabe, let's go with Summer Grizz. Oh, last game. This is it. Summer League action as your Memphis Grizzlies take on the Los Angeles Lakers and Jalen Huchafino. Just play for Team Thad here in Memphis. Yes. Uh, they are on the campus of UNLV tonight, 9.30. You know, you got the uh, the broadcast on ESPN tonight. Big boy, big boy ESPN carrying the game. Grizzlies are a two-and-a-half-point underdog. I am rolling with the Grizzlies. Okay. All right, home team, stand up. You, you need to. They need a little. This is a pride game. Yeah, you got to get to five hundred and in, 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 in Vegas summer league. You can't be. You can't be one and three. That's right. Fast forward. Fast forward. I mean, you can be one and three. We yeah, won't remember anyway. We'll see what the Grizzlies are on yeah. Monday. But uh, coming up on Monday, Grizzlies summer league will be wrapped up by the next time we convene. More football media days will be rolling along. Second half of the MLB season resumes tonight. Plenty to look forward to. By the time we talk again, but that's a wrap for today and the week. Thanks to Jeff Calkins, Ty Richardson, and Gene Robinson for their contributions to today's show. We'll meet back here on Monday. In the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and pass you off to Joe and Amber. For Brad, I'm Gabe. Easy, be safe, and enjoy your week. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.